Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for February the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2023. This is indeed our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, to promote God, family, and country, to use the checks and balances in the supreme law of the land, to restore the republic in the traditions of our founders. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration using the supreme law of the land. And it is, it is indeed a freedom-loving, fantastic Faith-Filled Friday. Welcome to the broadcast. Man, have we got a lot to discuss. Dr. Bradley with me on the show. And wow, this first headline is interesting. The mainstream press covered it. It's all over the news, but I don't know that they're really digging into the repercussions. Chinese spy balloon spotted over the United States. The Department of Defense is tracking a, quote, high-altitude Chinese surveillance balloon that is uh, gathering data on U.S.-sensitive sites. They say on Wednesday it was spotted over Montana. Now, the communist Chinese uh, respond and say, hey, we don't know what's up with this yet. Let us do an investigation. Everybody else is saying, hey, don't shoot it down. Let's have calm heads prevail. Uh, Let's go ahead and try to figure this all out. Dr. Bradley, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Well, thank you. It's always good to be able to uh, hear your voice on a Friday morning as we get ready for another weekend. So uh, everyone's well and whole, I hope, at your in your world. So anything to you some need degree, to report I'm not to us? too whole if we got a communist Chinese balloon spying on America and everybody's just chill about it. Well, we got tons of our stuff start spying on their stuff. I'm not saying that we ought not be concerned about it. I'm not saying that we ought not shoot it down. But uh, look for some period of time this was years ago so i'm not up to date but back in the mid 1980s i was uh, involved with a de- defense contract to do the north american air defense and uh, i spent uh, you know my i guess you could say my work location was under cheyenne mountain complex in colorado springs that's a hardened site from which we were going to launch our nuclear response and uh, honestly, uh, the fact of the matter is, we have, uh, I don't know what the number is now, but there, there was at that time about 11,000 pieces, of, let's think, call them debris, that was circulating around the Earth. Satellites that were operational, some that weren't operational, uh, leftover you know, launch vehicles, things like that. And we tracked those things constantly. And sometimes they re-entered, and the, they were difficult to project where they were going to come in because they were of odd shape. They weren't spherical. Spheres were easier to project because, you know, the you could kind of anticipate the, you know, resistance and, and the airflow and all that kind of stuff and what the surfaces would do to direct it. At any rate, <laughs> um, we, I, let's put it this time, generally several times a day, we had to uh, assess a lot of factors, risk factors. I mean, this wasn't my decision job. It was something I was aware of. And, and so anyway, there were people that were doing this. 
uh, that if there was a launch out of the Ural Mountains in Russia, and based upon the world conditions and uh, who was mad at whom, and so on and so forth, and the uh, launch trajectory and the patterns and all these kinds of things, we had to assess multiple times a day, is this a, a, uh, an attack on the nation? And uh, uh, so we were watching that kind of stuff constantly. And, you know, the uh, figuratively, the red phone that was there to say, hey, you know, we've got a ready a response or not. And obviously there was not all the time. Uh, but but the fact of the matter is we watch constantly. Now, it, it's at a lower elevation, I admit, and I don't like it there. And I my opinion would be that it probably ought to be removed from its uh, from its trajectory across the nation. And that's the question, the though. I don't know that we need to shoot it down. I don't know that we need to get in a big old, you know, tiffed with the Chinese about it. We, I don't know if it's intentionally there or not. My guess, it, it is intentionally there. And the reason that I say that is because... It was spotted over Montana on Wednesday. Now, uh, the first question that the Chinese could answer, literally in a phone call, um, you know what, Biden or somebody can call um, and say, hey, you know what, you know this is here. Who's controlling it? What's its purpose? You know what, give us clear indication and information. Secondly, I don't know that we just need to shoot it down. Now, NORAD and others are claiming, well, it might harm people on the ground. That's why we don't want to do that. There's other ways to tow that thing back and... You know, the communist Chinese and the Russians and all kinds of groups, usually whenever there's a downed piece of technology uh, in their world or realm, uh, they usually grab it um, and uh, they do an analysis and get all the information off of it and everything else they could. Why don't we just simply take it out of the sky and do that and say, we're so sorry. You know, we you know, all I'm saying is there's ways forward that either one can stop it or two can gain greater intelligence this idea that it's been up there for days and the chinese are going to investigate and they're not really sure and we can't get clear answers uh and norad acts like well, we don't want to harm anybody on the ground that's why we can't do anything all i'm telling you is the whole story is completely bogus you know there's it's absolutely absurd now i just will remind our listeners that the only the only attacks on continental united states uh, that happened in World War II. Well, there was probably subversive, you know, kind of sabotage kind of things. But the the Japanese launched numerous um, balloons, and uh, they ended up drifting across the ocean from their launch points. And um, we do know for, I mean, they, there was a high secret level about this, but a Sunday school outing was disrupted and quite a few people were killed when they came up on one of these things, I believe it was in Oregon. So these balloons have been used successfully to some degree in the past, but they weren't a big strategic victory or anything like that. But sure, these things, it's our airspace. I don't think there's a reason in the world why we ought to be bashful about, uh, first of all, seeing what their story is, and second of all, saying uh, we need to take control of that and yeah, is it I'll there on up. purpose? Yes or no? Sure. Do you sure. have control of it? Yes or no? No. Uh, and if you don't have control <laughs> of it, because it's somehow, uh, you know, I'm saying the Chinese. If you don't have control I know of it, they don't have you control don't, of it. It's a balloon. Yeah. Uh, what do you do? You launch a, you know, your happy birthday balloon with helium in it. I mean, what happens to it? It drifts in the wind. My guess is it yeah, is you probably. Yeah, you got to wonder how high it. surveillance this is. Maybe they have technology that can control it. <laughs> 
Well, trust me, you can read uh, very clearly from space with the uh, geostationary satellites and stuff like that. You yes. can you can gain a lot of information. A balloon, obviously, if it was there for that, would have all that stuff on. I think we ought to and, take and, control and of it. And, and that's my point is that let's take control of it immediately. Uh, and let's go ahead and, you know, we can maybe give it back to the Chinese after we analyze it and see what their real intentions were and are. Uh, but this idea that, golly, it's just up there, let's be patient while the communist Chinese investigate, kind of like they're going to investigate Wuhan virus, that kind of an investigation that never comes to fruition or nothing ever happens. Here's what's going to happen. This is going to go out of the news. Uh, it's going to be a lot more sinister than we thought it was, and we're never going to know any more about it than that because Biden's going to bury it. That's what's happening. Well, and Kevin McCarthy's like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Joaquin Jeffries. We're going to go ahead and work on the debt ceiling. Hey, Joe, can you lower the cost of things? And uh, they're just stuck on stupid. No one's doing anything at all for the security of the country. You got Biden so derelict in his responses, he, he doesn't even know that there's a balloon up there probably. I mean, this well, is insane, doctor. He, he thinks it's a happy birthday balloon for him. No, here's, here's the deal. This is absolutely, I'm going to call out Bravo Sierra on this one, too. This is absolutely Bravo Sierra. Oh, golly, if it fell down over Montana, we're going to kill a whole population. If anybody's ever been to Montana before, there's an awful lot of open area up there. I mean, you, you go across Montana, and you're going to get a lot of windshield time. And the probability of it being a problem bringing it down and harming someone is virtually non-existent. I would say it's so close to infinitely small that you probably can't measure it. And those kind of things were assessed every day. The satellite debris, if you will, or the space junk that came out of space when things lost their trajectory and, and ended up re-entering, um, how many times do you hear about stuff like that? I mean, we're talking thousands of pieces of junk that were up there when I was under the mountain. And, um, and the fact of the matter is, this is infinitely, infinitely, infinitely small thing. You look at the thing with the uh, Challengers, uh, the uh, space shuttle disasters that have happened. Uh, there's, it's, it's not even on the radar screen. It shouldn't be. I mean, that's kind of a poor analogy maybe a little bit. But but it could be interdicted, and we could we could figure it out. And uh, as you say, it's probably going to get a real low profile. And of course, now just a minute here, we got to talk about maybe Hunter Biden and his access to Chinese intelligence and selling it, oh, and yeah, his relationship with story, China. By the way, we don't yeah. we don't want to interfere with Biden's family crime family making a bazillion dollars. So by golly, don't ask me about stuff that's, that's embarrassing right. to the country. That's our next story. Hunter Biden, okay, now admitted his attorneys admitted in a letter submitted to the Department of Justice that data obtained from his laptop is authentic. After lying to the American public for literally years about this, the Biden family finally admits that Hunter Biden's laptop, it, yes, it is indeed his. They let you wonder about that for years, and now you're supposed to trust them. When we get back, Hunter Biden asks for criminal probe into theft of his data on his laptop. We'll talk about it with Dr. Bradley in seconds. 
Do you treasure your liberty? Well, at LovingLiberty.net, we most certainly do. And we want to help protect your liberty, too. Become part of the family. Everyone knows that the core of any society is the family. Therefore, the government should foster and protect the integrity of its family. We the people. Won't you join us as a Loving Liberty sponsor to help us promote the principles in the 5,000-year leap? Let's restore the miracle that changed the world at LovingLiberty.net. As you are aware, America is divided over every fault line possible. This is intentionally fostered by those who do not love God, family, or country. We believe a peaceful future as a free people absolutely depends on civility. Clarion Call for Civility is looking for funding and volunteers at every level to make our hopes and efforts a reality. Please donate, sign our pledge, and help us in our sacred cause. Please visit callforcivility.com for more details. Callforcivility.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8, 44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. Who is the stupidest person in the Biden family at this point? Uh, I just, I mean, I think it's up for grabs, but, uh, but, okay. Hunter says, "Yep, it's my, it's my laptop." Yep, there's all sorts of criminal activity involved on it. I mean, everything from drug-fueled orgies and all that kind of stuff. And yep, there's there's stuff on there that incriminates uh, Daddy and everything else like that. And and yep, we're uh, we're in the middle of all sorts of uh, international intrigue and violation of U.S. law. But by golly, I want people to. They took my laptop. No, no, no. You turned it in. And if somebody was doing a had been asked to do some kind of data recovery on it or something, uh, then they find some illegal activity. It's their responsibility to report that. Now, if the fact that the FBI was slow to respond is something that the FBI ought to be called on the carpet for. But here's kind of the problem that Biden, Joe Hunter, who, oh, the whole crime family is going to get into with this. If they insist on a full investigation on this thing, and I think there ought to be one, I'd look forward to it. I'd, I'd hope that somebody would have enough courage to do it. I would hope it would become yeah, fully public. Yeah, we start a reality TV show there called Biden's on the brink and then you just do a reality tv show but it would be just factually break it all down in front of the american people as transparent as it gets right well but but see here's the deal he wants to say you found something on there you shouldn't you stole my well that's oh 
Well, let's bring that forward as evidence because if it's been stolen, we need to know about that. He's opened a can of worms on himself. If you open a line of reasoning and it's brought into the court, if, if you will, and it will be brought into the court of uh, public opinion at least, then you keep pulling on those strings. All he's going to do is find that he's woven himself a straitjacket. And, and maybe that's the best place we could put him. But the fact of the matter is he's making all sorts of noise and waving his arms and having all sorts of umbrage over his own stupidity. And, and I think that if this is followed, I hope, I hope that it is. I hope that there's a, uh, a big case comes out. And I hope that the things that are on the laptop become absolutely public and that the public can then say, holy cow. There's more than smoke here. There's fire here. There's a raging conflagration, and I think it would be more damaging to his family than they can, and that includes Daddy, although it's hard to say how that could be more damaging with the crayons that are being used every day as he colors his way through his life. But the fact of the matter is, uh, this, man, how can people, uh, hey, I'm probably guilty, so I'm going to give you all the evidence you need to prove that. You know, come on. That's... That's and then I'm going to get bizarre. mad because you stole my data. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I am. No, okay. psychotic, ladies and gentlemen. It's just beyond uh, imaginary discussion. It's, it's amazing to me that we can discuss it. But here's the question. Is this balloon thing and the Hunter Biden connection slash Joe Biden connection, are they linked in some way? It's interesting. While well, all this uh, laptop discussion is happening and then a communist Chinese balloon just wafts over, over America and there's nothing the two things just aren't linked that was just happenstance doctor well yeah really? I, I don't know but but you know the I can think of a lot I mean you know just in my little simple world I can think of a lot more strategically important locations that they'd want to gather information on I have to admit there are some locations uh, in the Montana area that probably would be of interest to them, but not the highest, most prime, most, um, shall I no, say, No, but here's the deal. These, these balloon and these locations. kind of surveillance things have happened over the years, Doctor. And sure what they, they say is, what, what's interesting is, in other times, though, they've said they've we've kind of rebuffed it or stopped it. In this case, uh, it's there longer. And the idea is that the Biden administration, because of the scandals, doesn't have the ability because they're too compromised, all right, blackmailed, whatever you want to call it. They don't have the ability to reject this balloon. They've kind of got to go along, or thing, more things are going to come out to the point where it's a problem. So now we've got this surveillance balloon that we can't get rid of, and the question yeah, is how could. long can it stay? Well, we can, but, but, sure. but if Joe prevents it, we can't. Yeah, there's, you know, this idea of, of uh, the national security of the nation that isn't even on his radar screen. I mean, you could look at every action every single day of anything that he's doing. But if doing. that's the case, though, then we've got to absolutely impeach this guy and criminally prosecute him if the national security of the nation's at stake. That's what well, I'm driving yeah. at. I like your idea. I mean, the the uh, the House needs to bring together impeachment stuff. Uh, they, by the way, there uh, Andy Biggs, I think it was Wednesday of this week, uh, filed some impeachment uh, articles on uh, the Department of Homeland Security, but Major Majorcus is that his name? How does he say that? Anyway, um, anyway, he's uh, he's in the the sights, if you will, for impeachment. It needs to go clear to the very top. The president takes the oath of office. The president should be the one 
that takes the fall if this is the case. Now, obviously, the DHA, Department of Homeland Security is not securing our borders. And we're talking since Biden came in office, what, five and a half million invaders have come into the country. This last year alone, something like 2.4 million. There were something like 2. I know it was 1.2, I think, million that got in without anybody even, you know, boo hire howdy. They just got past everybody. I, I'd like to know how many millions are here, how many millions are working, how many, where they are, and uh, how this is being controlled. Everything that has happened since Biden came in has been a complete open-door invitation. So everything is a national security issue. And Department of Homeland Security, as unconstitutional as they are, are not doing the thing that they were hired to do, and they're facilitating it. So every turn we look at, we say, the president's complicit and at blame on this thing. And Biggs is just trying to get the guy at the head of the Department of Homeland Security. Yeah, so Andy Biggs just tweeted today, quote, I am filing impeachment articles against DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Mayorkas, yeah. Or Mayorkas. I have a, quote, congressional responsibility to impeach figures who are in dereliction of their duties and commit crimes. If we don't impeach him, his attack on this nation will continue. So this is kind of what I'm talking about. Andy Biggs is spot on, but the only one that I see really doing anything about it. Kevin doesn't seem to be concerned. Nobody else is jumping aboard. You should, in my opinion, have 218 Republicans standing together at a big news conference this morning saying, look, this is unacceptable. We've got to impeach this wacko you know, guy, and we've got to um, really impeach Joe uh, as well, and we need to um, arrest Hunter immediately. Okay, but nothing's happening. I mean, I appreciate Andy stepping up. That's great. But it's just a teeny little blip in the sea of criminality going on. Uh, and I don't know that it's going to get anywhere. Well, that's the thing is that the leadership of the House needs to get behind it. But honestly, Sam, just think about this for a second. I mean, I've known people from all walks of political life all my life. I've been involved in this for well over 50 years. And and you know what? There, there have been some very uh, amazing examples of of Democrats. I mean, everybody makes this a party thing, and I know That's you didn't right. it's mean not to do a party that. Thing. It's well, the Democrats that the House should has be the there. opportunity to impeach, though. But you're right; it's not a party thing. They should be saying, "Look, I love this country. I want to preserve the country. This is something. It's a nonpartisan, across all aisles, link arms. Let's throw the book at these turkeys." I was going to yeah, say, "Yeah, it's a national security discussion for it's, all of absolutely." Us. Absolutely. I mean, you know, see, all civil officers of the United States are under this. If you look at Article 2, Section 4, it's a very brief article, a few lines. And, and it talks that the president, vice president, all civil officers shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of. See, so uh, they're all liable for this. Now, again, I can temper that by saying how that should happen in the legislative branch. And that's why it's in Article 2, by the way. And, and we could talk about why it's there. We could talk about how people are removed. It's very rarely done in the, in the legislative bodies, House and Senate, and why that is. But nevertheless, this stuff should be, they should, everybody, all across the board, it, the parties have become more important than the principles that the nation is founded on. 
and we've got this acrimony based upon a 50-50 split of parties across the nation, and that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, with slight shades of difference, as Washington said in his farewell address, we're the same. We should be. And now we've got people that are uh, abject communists and, and have led very high offices. I mean, you could look back at where things were in, in the, po- uh, the pre and, and World War II and post-World War II stuff. The, inf- the infusion of, of uh, subversives in high levels of government. It's been happening. Yeah, so Joe's going to be giving the State of the Union coming up, what, on February the 7th? Yeah. And Bloomberg is saying there's going to be bad news delivered to Joe right after his speech. Will Joe talk about the balloon and the threat to the United States? (laughs) Who will give the response? We'll talk about it. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. United States and Canadian officials are tracking a Chinese reconnaissance balloon over the continental United States, somewhere over Montana at this hour. The intrusion is just days before Secretary of State Anthony Blinken was to make a planned trip to Beijing. The high-altitude balloon was first reported on Wednesday by civilians in a commercial airliner. And still no more information about Canadian officials, who today said a second sighting was being investigated. The ongoing feud between California Governor Gavin Newsom and Fresno County District Attorney Lisa Smitkamp is gaining steam. The DA's comments criticize early release policies after a Selma police officer was shot and killed Tuesday by a parolee. People call it criminal justice reform. I I just call it madness because it's just gone so far overboard. Newsom slammed Smitkamp, saying she should look in the mirror, adding that she could have prosecuted the case differently. Smitkamp says legislators in Sacramento fail to see the bigger picture. They've never been out on a beat. They've never been on a ride-along. They've never even attended a day in court to watch the process. I'm Victoria Idoni. A group of high school students in Washington for a pro-life rally were booted from the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum last month for wearing beanies inscribed with a pro-life message. Patrick Murphy on Fox News Overnight describes the incident by Smithsonian officials. Presumably security guards, and they tell us indirectly, and they say, all people wearing a pro-life hat, take it off. And immediately we're confused. After that, we decided to sit against the wall, and we were approached by a A large man, as we were walking out because we had to catch our bus, he comes up to us rubbing his hands together saying, y'all are about to make my day. The Smithsonian released a statement asking visitors to remove hats and clothing is not in keeping with our policy or protocols, end quote. This is USA News. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying during times when they really can't speak. Mm -hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you can do? Absolutely. You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. <laughs> yep, New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. <laughs> exactly. Healthy gums, healthy mouth. New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. Shaquille O'Neal here. If you battle back or hip pain or knee or shoulder pain, you don't have to tough it out. You can just turn it off with smart relief from Icy Hot. 
You just push a button and whoosh. Smart Relief sends waves of relaxing pulses that safely block pain at the nerve level. It's simple, easy to use, and it's been clinically tested to start providing immediate relief for hours, even after you turn it off. So if you're battling pain, let Icy Hot help you win that battle. Turn on Smart Relief and turn off pain. Use only as directed. Yeah, Joe Biden's going to give the State of the Union address. I wonder if he's going to talk about the balloon and national security or if he's just going to promote more communist slash socialist spending to oblivion, challenging Kevin McCarthy to, um, well, just send him a keep the debt ceiling raisin bill or acceptance of that, etc. Hey, it's a problem, folks, a big problem. But they say that there's going to be trouble for Joe right after he gives his State of the Union address. As far as I understand, uh, they say that they're going to launch all kinds of investigations into Joe and Hunter and everything else that very night. Uh, and the Republican response will be by Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Um, it'll be Tuesday, February the 7th. Joe's going to speak. And then, of course, Sarah will give the, quote, partisan rebuttal. I don't even like the partisan rebuttal at all, ladies and gentlemen. It's bogus. But Sanders says that she's grateful for the chance to contrast the, quote, GOP's optimistic vision for the country and the future with and against the failures of the Biden uh, administration and the Democrats. This partisan stuff has got to stop, doctor. Here's the deal. I mean, there should be pushback, blowback, acrimony, I don't know what you want to call it, between the executive and the legislative, okay? They have a responsibility to protect the checks and balances, okay? The legislative, uh, you know, where do all uh, revenue bills begin? Huh, the House, can you imagine? Article 1, Section 7, go yeah, read it. Yeah, so when Biden says you're going to give me a bill without any strings, you're going to go ahead and raise the debt ceiling, Kevin just needs to smirk and laugh and say, my friend, we've just defunded all your partisan programs. You well, look, we're not doing Republican against Democrat. We're shutting down everything unconstitutional. And we're doing it now, Joe. So quit right. playing games. So out of Federalist 51, we read the great security of a gradual concentration of the several powers. By the way, this is happening in parties, which cross all of the checks and balances that are established in the Constitution. Because it's changed if cross the executive, and violate, and I agree. Okay. Yes, they cross, powers but they in the violate same department. Well. Consists in giving those who administer each department the necessary constitutional means and personal motives to resist encroachments of the others. The provision for this defense in, it must in this, as in all other cases, be made commensurate with the danger of attack. Ambition must be made to counteract ambition. The interest of the man must be connected to the constitutional rights of the place. Okay, so... Um, this this nonsense, this utter nonsense that Biden thinks, well, golly, you guys don't have a real supermajority in the House, and there'll be enough turkey Republicans that come across that say it's okay, you're going to give me that power to raise the debt ceiling and keep spending like a, I was going to say a drunken sailor, but a sailor spending his own money. They're not. Yeah, They're spending the other money. Differ- the other difference here is that they act like the House has authority. The House doesn't have authority to spend us into oblivion either. Nope. Uh, the fact is the limits and bounds on the House are the limits and bounds found in the Constitution. You can only, you can only tax and spend for the 
for the matters that are delegated in the Constitution. Okay, you open the Constitution up, you look and see, are there any things in there that say we can redistribute wealth for this or that or the other? Right now, uh, roughly, this is a rough number, about 60% of the whole United States um, budget is is based upon what they call entitlements. These are things that are un unconstitutional to the nth degree. These are things, largesse that has been um, basically set aside saying, we're going to buy votes back home, and we're going to give these goodie boxes to everybody, and blah, 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 blah. And, and so over half of the U.S. budget is currently uh, taken up by entitlements. And, of course, we have big things like the interest payments. As interest goes up, our, our ability to have, you know, discretionary funds to spend for anything goes down because the money that's coming in is being in part deflected into a, a uh, interest payment to the Federal Reserve than the other borrowed money the United States has that is free money created by the Federal Reserve and loaned to us. I mean, come on, it's, uh, this whole thing is a, it is a shenanigan. It's a facade. It is an absolute debauchery of what was originally planned. But so Biden, And the problem is, is Kevin, Andy Biggs, any of these people, though, don't have the ability to stand up and call a halt to the con game either. The only one that really did so, in my opinion, is Ron Paul did in his days, done his best. Rand Paul's done something along those lines to some degree, too. But they're drowned out by all the enemies of liberty. All of them. They are. To where there's no traction. Look, what would you say the State of the Union address would be? Doctor, let's well, talk I, about that uh, for I, a second. Okay, I think it's going to be almost a whole gimme, 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 raise the debt ceiling. We've got to keep doing these build back better things, infrastructure bills. I mean, it's going to be another, another picking the pockets of the American taxpayers and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren that's going to yes, happen. Indeed. And and I don't know. I I You want to hear my two-minute State hard... of the Union address? Yeah, go ahead. Go Here's ahead. what I'd say. It's only two minutes long doesn't need to be very long. Here's what I would say. My fellow Americans, I'm not even going to address the partisans in Congress because they've betrayed the country, as my former presidents have done. America is in a death spiral. The reason that America is in a death spiral is because the country has gone immoral. We have turned our backs on Almighty God. We've turned our backs on the God-ordained traditional family. We've turned our backs on the principles that made America great. Look, America will continue this death spiral as long as we're dishonest in every dealing we have. Why do I say that? Because we have a fake money system at the core of every single transaction in America that is criminal by nature, unconstitutional by reality, and the fact is it will destroy the country and eventually make the country fail if we don't jettison that dishonest money system. So I, as president, abolish the Federal Reserve I, as president, beg you, my fellow Americans, to get on your knees and turn to Almighty God to repent and stand up and work together as a moral people. If we don't do this, there is no hope for this country. If we turn to God, if we turn to the God-ordained family, if we believe in God-ordained male-female marriages, legally and lawfully married, welcoming children to their families. If we don't turn back to the fundamental unit of society, the family, and if we don't turn to self-governing individuals based on principles of morality, based on God's laws, if we don't love the Lord thy God and love our neighbor as ourselves, if we don't obey the Ten Commandments, we are done. 
The only way back is the road I'm pointing to. I beg you, ladies and gentlemen, to help me get this done. If Congress won't go along, fire them, my fellow Americans. If the courts don't go along, push your members of Congress to impeach them. We must use the checks and balances. We must use the God-ordained, self-governing ideas of the Founding Fathers to restore the republic, to preserve the nation. I beg you to help me do this, and I, for one, commit to do everything I'm asking you to do personally, and we must start now. The State of the Union is in tatters. Why? Because our, well, I can't say founders, our forebears in the last couple of generations have absolutely ran this great nation off the rails. There is only one way back. I've articulated it, and I need your help, and I need it now. Thank you. God bless America. And there's my State of the Union. And I don't think anybody who really believes in the supreme law of the land or the morality of our nation or God or anything can dispute any point I just made, Doctor. Well, and I'll also point out, and I don't want to be facetious about that, you never said democracy once. And that's a big thing you're going to hear probably. because yeah, we don't have one. We don't. And yes, we have a constitutional <laughs> republic, but I, I focused on... I didn't want to use words that could get twisted either, because if I say republic, then they'll come back and say democracy. Uh, so, but sure. look, without God, family, country, without putting these principles in place, we're done. We're in a death spiral right now. Everything in America is going south because well, it is. we, the people, are not immoral people. John Adams said the Constitution was only for our religious and moral people, and uh, our religiosity is diminished. Uh, considerably and by the way the the uh, covid implementation it was implemented i mean and i'm not saying just the mandates i'm saying the entire process was a plan but You're at any right. rate that and we have more and more largely. proof of that by the way doctor uh, just yes, really quick just so you know we just documented uh the um you know we had that james o'keefe video that just came out where the pfizer executive uh, thought yeah. that he was uh you know, talking he to was, a, he was a, a, a gay date, a date. lover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was so, he was impressing a date. He said, "Holy yeah!" Hannah. But he exposed yeah. it all that they want to create their own mutations of the virus, so they can create the vaccine for the mutations, and it'll be a cash cow for them. And everybody laughed and said, "Oh, that's just his speculation. That's not really the truth." My response is, Congress should launch an investigation immediately uh, and demand information from Pfizer on this. Nevertheless, that's a, a separate topic. We have more evidence and proof. Hey, can we skip the break this time? Excellent. Thank you. All right. COVID drug from Merck. So Merck and Company has a COVID-19 pill that is already giving rise to new mutations of the COVID-19 virus in some patients. That's according to a new study that underscores the risk of trying to intentionally alter the pathogen's genetic code. That's Bloomberg, folks. It's already happening. It's already being done. It's not just talked about by this wacko guy on a gay date and getting exposed. Or We now have evidence that it's more than one company doing it. Dr. Bradley? You know, there's just, again, as I say, so many strings to pull on on this thing that that's, it's so damning of what's going on. But I, I guess I'll say this. This is one aspect of it, and it's not the whole thing. But what... What Ronald Reagan signed into effect in 1986 needs to be repealed. That's the bottom line. 
take away their get out of jail letter now. They don't have any obligations. They don't have any risk. All they do is make money. They're held harmless in every single example. If you have a, a vaccine from some, or a, some kind of damage from their program, you sue the general government, the, the feds. They have, they have unlimited money because they take it from us. And you, as the damaged party, has to fund this out of your pocket. So you got guys like Robert uh, F. Kennedy Jr. that uh, his company does it. I'm sure that they don't do it for free. But the fact of the matter is you got to sue. You do it on your own time. Take away their immunity. Immunity is un-American, completely un-American. And I could spend an hour on that if you wanted me to right now. But immunity was rejected by the American founding fathers. They called the king out on it because the king was doing what he was doing. The king his word is law. No, it's not. He had limits and bounds, and he was he was not going to be held immune. They put it in the Constitution. It's called impeachment. They allowed for criminal action after they were removed from office. This idea of immunity is basically a modern creation from the 1980s. Well, and, and the parties uh, have created it, though. The parties have been the agents of instrument to protect no themselves question. and give themselves a special privilege. So take away their immunity. You're going to stand tall. You create damage, you'll have, to, you'll have to pay the price. And you're not going to make a bazillion dollars on the back of everybody. We, the, the general government bought. They bought the COVID vaccine, so-called, the death jab, death jab, clot shot, whatever you're calling it. It's not a vaccine. It's a bio, well, let's, well they won't get off on that tra- tangent. But the fact of the matter is, they have been given a get-out-of-jail-free letter. And that letter is completely damaging everything. And, and they got to be held responsible. Re- repeal that act. This go back to everybody stands tall. They back their product. If you take your car in to get uh, something done, let's say they, they don't tighten the, the lug nuts on your tires or you, or you don't get your bolt put back in under your oil change and your oil leaks out or your tires fall off, you're responsible. You make it right. And that's exactly, the wheels are falling off and, and the big drug companies, are a big portion of wheels falling off, but so are the parties. I mean, they've got to, they've got to have their get out of jail free letter taken away too. But, but the fact of the matter is, if everybody recognized, wait a minute, I, I've got to do this the right way or else I'm going to have a downside to this. Let's just do it. Take it away. Yeah, I might be actually be it. accountable. It might be my actions might become transparent. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? <laughs> I can suspect that big companies like Pfizer would fold their tent and go home. And you know what? That's okay. Uh, you know, I don't know how often you listen to the to advertisements, Sam, that come on, because. The, the big drug companies are the major advertisers, particularly on, on news channels and and other TV channels. And you listen to those contradictions, those things that they say. If you experience, you know, swelling of the tongue, heart attack, your leg falls off, whatever. And, oh, yeah, this was FDA approved. Are you kidding me? And you're telling me the FDA has any credibility at all? Oh, well, they approved it. My doctor said they approved it. Well, this emergency authorization thing that's been out and around for a couple of years now and is causing so much destruction, 
It's an experiment, people. And they're letting this happen, and the FDA is not clearing it. They don't have, they're not only unconstitutional, they don't have any responsibility in this either. They have a revolving door with the big pharma. You know, you. Yeah, you we talked about this big... new pilot that had a heart attack a few minutes after he landed. His, he's American yeah. Airlines pilot yeah. Bob Snow, and he suffers a heart attack six minutes after the plane, and he literally blames the vaccine. Okay, sure. he believes the FAA was in violation of its own rules. All right, Snow said it was unconscionable that pilots were forced to be vaccinated in the first place. Folks, this is insane. Uh, every step of the way, this has been an absolute disaster. And it's, it's basically overstepping every bounds. Government does not have authority to do what it's doing. It has limits and bounds. Uh, so here's delegated the question, authority, Doctor. nothing more. Nothing more. I agree that they're out of bounds, out of control. Kevin's doing nothing in the House and the Senate and the parties and all that, doing nothing. What do we the people do, though? Americans are getting so sick of it. They feel like there's no uh, redress of grievance. If they try to peacefully go to Washington to get a redress of grievance, for example, on election fraud or in election integrity questions, they literally get called out that they created a riot or whatever. Um, you know, what, what do we do now? Because... Uh, I might be a moral person. I might be willing to repent. But if the nation isn't willing to do that, what do we do? Just watch the slow death spiral happen and just sit there with an open, gaping mouth going, holy heck, what on earth do we do? You know, what can we do? Sam, you know what? I don't care how big that march was on January 6th on 2021. It was an infinitely small group of people that had a passionate feeling. But we have so few people in this country that have an inkling of the limits and bounds that are absolutely certain. They're ironclad on this nation. We need an informed electorate. We will put representatives in if we have that. And some of these people that want to go do revolutionary processes, and I know you're never, you've never advocated a revolutionary kind of thing, but there are plenty out there. I'm not advocating for it. one now either, by the way. I know you're not. I know you're not. But here's the deal: we have so few friends right now that have a, an inkling of understanding, and, and you know, sometimes we kind of wag our finger, if you will, about the Super Bowl or whatever that's coming up, and whatever it is, I still don't know. But the fact of the matter is. We are so distracted by the bread and circuses, by the public education system, and and by the the major media. I mean, the I call them the lame brain media, that that we really have been completely co-opted out of existence, and and so there's got to be a concerted effort to relearn the foundational principles and make them popular again. I it's uh, you talk about redress of grievances. We could talk about that at great length. But that doesn't mean just because you ask somebody to do something, they have to do it or you're going to burn the castle down. Yeah, the uh, Super I mean, Bowl, by the way, is February 12th, 2023. Okay, I'll, so you I'll know. try that and remember that. Tune in. Not. I'll, tr I'll try to remember that. But the fact of the matter is, look, I'm wholly confident that if it came down to you and me putting a petition out that says return to the limits and bounds of the Constitution. And we got as many signatures on it as we could. And there was another one that came out uh, by AOC or somebody that said, we want a full-blown Marxist 
regime installed in the United States, I think they'd get more petition signatures, uh, uh, sadly. Yes, because I agree. Of, sadly, I agree. Okay, and that so is you my can't point. say. So we got to educate, right? Now, I, it yeah. makes me think of the Bible discussion, Doctor. <laughs> Who was it in the Bible that said, hey, uh, you know, um, we're going to have, we need an army. And the Lord reduced the army, reduced Gideon. the army. Was it, it Gideon's was Gideon. army? Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. So I think of that, ladies and gentlemen, it gives me hope and courage to say, you know what? God knows he has not forgotten his faithful. So it's our job to be faithful. And then it's our job to have enough faith and trust in him to uh, believe that he can take care of it. Even though it looks like the odds are against us, that there is no hope. Don't believe that satanic lie. Know that there is hope and God's in charge. And he has not forgotten his people, doctor. I'm confident he hasn't, but and and I'm not going to butt this. I'm not going to discount what you just said, but <laughs> having said that, that's a political answer. <laughs> I am absolutely chagrined. I do not want anybody to have to suffer for the stupidity of so many that are. I would I like agree. to say we can save this nation. I would like to see, you know, a lot of people say, well, they can fall off the edge of the earth if they want just because they're so stupid to take the clot shot or whatever. Or, I, you know, let's, let's let the whole thing fall into anarchy or whatever. Some of us will be okay because we prepared for it. I'd like to prevent that from happening. I would like to Absolutely. spread the word far and wide so that all who have a desire could turn their hearts to the right solution. And and it's kind of like jo- Jonah and the whale, you know, and and he man, I'm not going to Nineveh. Holy cow, those guys! They, you know, they do all sorts of tortures to people that come and tell them they they need to repent. But he did ultimately under duress, kind of. <laughs> but he went there, and the people repented, and they were saved. And I would love to see a concerted effort by people that care to spread the word far and wide as many friends as we can get when this thing and crumbles, we need to remember that the job to get that done is ours it's a commandment it is the results are up to god though i don't need to worry about that i just need to do my part people and, and we do our i mean you uh, we we i i i'm always kind of self-deprecating in that i man what more can i do how, how can i do more i mean what i'm not doing enough and and we we need to do what we can and 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 it's John Quincy Adams signed off his letters most often by the duty is ours, the results are God's, and and so we do what we can. We're mortals, we have limited means. You know, our voice only reaches so far, and you know this opportunity on the radio is a wonderful time to share information. But but the duty is ours to do what we can, and and God will. It's like the loaves and fishes. You think about that. There was a, a handful of loaves and fishes, and out of that, God made a feast, if you will. He, everyone was filled to their their need, and and they gathered up an overture of overage. You know, it's like no waste. That's kind of another thing that's interesting about God. Uh, how no waste. Has, Always use wisely. Yeah. He takes a little <sighs> bit of what we can offer, ladies and gentlemen, and magnifies it like you wouldn't believe. And we must have trust in that. I want to end on a good news piece that I think directly relates to our responsibility and what we can do, doctor. There's a new study that came out. It's an old study, but a new study. It's been running for 80 long years. 
Wow. And they say this after the whole 80 plus year study. It's the one of the longest studies ever conducted. The surprising finding is that our relationships and how happy we are in those relationships has a powerful influence on our health. So much so that being grateful lowers blood pressure and there's many health uh, benefits. So they say this, close relationships more than money or fame are what keep people happy throughout their lives, the study reveals. Now I could have told them that and they could have not done an 80 year long study, but it proves what we know. That's why turning to God is the greatest relationship you will ever have. I'm telling you that Christ lives and he cares and he's not an absent, he's real. He's there and he can make a difference in your life. And then if you spend time with your family, your spouse, if you don't have a spouse, pray that you'll get one and work hard to be the best person you can be so that you get one. Spend time, make time for friends, build relationships, reach out, be a friend. If you want to find a good friend, it starts with being a good friend. And the reason I mentioned that doctor is because I believe that's the start of us working together sharing this information by word of mouth, bringing our friends and loved ones into the fold, teaching people to be moral, righteous people, letting the Lord dwindle down his force if he chooses, but saying, I know God can win, and I'm going to make sure that I'm on his side. That's what we can do. And that means we don't need or want a revolution because there are better answers, better solutions, doctor. Well, isn't, uh, you know, the, you talk about the two great commandments. The Savior talked about love God and love your fellow man. And that should be a genuine outreach and so on. You know, the the, the people against us are immense. I mean, you know, you brought up Gideon and his, uh, his army of 300. And by the way, you look at how they judged. There were some that bent over and sucked the water out of the, out of the creek. And there were others that were alert, attentive. They scooped it up in their hand. They were watching for threats. And that's what we need to do is watch for the threats. But there was something like 132,000 or something like that of the Midianites that were going to come. And God fought them with 300. I mean, there he does. He, he makes up the difference. He, the, the loaves and fishes, armies, warfare, bad government, it could all resolve. Leavening of the, the bread. That's our yeah. job now to leaven the bread, ladies and gentlemen. We can indeed get it done. I spend a lot of time bringing us to the brink saying, what do we do now? Because a lot of people believe that revolution is the only thing left. And I want to discount or reject that notion. There are solutions. Revolution is not one of them on the table for me. We can peacefully restore this republic or peacefully wait for Christ to return and prepare a people to do so. That's our goal. God save the republic.